0: Hey, welcome back to our Life Group Leaders Lounge podcast and video here. So yeah. welcome. Thanks for being back with us here. We are here as a group to equip and inspire you mm-hmm. to be the best Christ Center leader you can be. Mm-hmm. And I'm um, joined here as usual with our team. We've got Braden and Raquel. Braden at uh, Scripps Ranch. Raquel here at Ocean Beach. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're, ha- we're happy you're here with us today. So yeah. today's topic is uh, we're going to be jumping into... Facilitating a group discussion, yeah, that's actually—if you didn't know—that's one of your four main life group responsibilities as a life group leader. Yeah. and so we thought maybe it'd be best to jump into this topic with discussing the why. Yeah, why is being uh, a facilitator of a group discussion so important as a life group leader? What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, um, well, I think that you know, on church when you show up in church on Sundays, we're sitting in rows and we're looking at the pastor. But life groups, we're sitting in circles, and so it's inherently meant to be conversational and yeah, for sure everybody is showing up to we want to grow uh, spiritually and we want to grow together and that's that happens through conversation yeah
2: I mean there are, there aren't many environments where you get a process through your faith in the way that when you yeah. have a conversation or a discussion format and some people yeah. um, you know like well when you show up to church yeah you, you are hearing a more, more like a one-sided a version. It's a monologue, even if it's a conversational teaching. preacher. Yeah, yeah teaching. Yeah. And then you might go to a lecture or you might uh, read a book, and that's still one sided mm-hmm. or whatever. And so, in the group format, what's so valuable is this chance to say, you know, I, I read that, I didn't really understand that. Or like, hey, I had this thought, what do you guys think? It's a chance to yeah. process through as you're growing. For sure, yeah. yeah.
0: for sure. And there's there's a bit of a, spe- a spectrum when it comes to being a life group leader and when you're leading a conversation, right? Because on one side of the spectrum is you as a life group leader talking for like 45 minutes, right? Yeah. Where you're basically being, you're like preaching to your group, right? That's not what we're talking about here. Right. On the other side of the spectrum is you know really not having anything planned and just kind of saying, well guys, what do you want to talk about today, yeah, right? Yeah. Like that's not what we're talking about either. Right. We're talking about finding that middle ground of being able to have great content to discuss mm-hmm. and being intentional by uh, inviting others to participate in that conversation. So there's a yeah. right
2: level of preparedness. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, why don't we get into for our leaders just some practical tips just so you guys have employed in your life as a leader yeah. about um, how to get great conversation started. Okay. How can you facilitate those? Well, speaking
2: of preparedness, I mean, I do think it's good to come with, a, like you said, a plan mm-hmm. of action and have some content. I think most people get that. They get that, you know what, yeah, I, we read a book together or I do prepare a Bible study or we listen to a Right Now Media video. Right. But then I think that next level that it gets and it unlocks a lot of conversation is when you prepare and write out specific questions. And I'm talking about the kind of questions that get them into the heart of the matter. Yep. So not yeah. just like, so we watched this video, what did you think? What did you get out of it? And it's right, like, right. I liked it a lot. It was yeah. very good.
0: Yellow. Yeah, I yeah. like the color yellow. <laughs> What's the right I answer? like when he said the thing. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I like that movie too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, in, you know, <laughs> Independence Day, I like that one.
2: I think as someone trying to facilitate discussion, It could be challenging because here it is. You want to not put like constraints on what people want to say. Right. But but when you're preparing questions, you're actually giving them freedom to be like, oh, that's what you're getting at. That is a thoughtful question. That is something I was thinking about. And so the more specific
0: and pointed, you're actually going to draw people into the conversation. Yeah, that's rad. That's good. That's a good tip. Definitely a big. Yeah. Raquel? Um,
1: I think uh, my biggest strength, I feel, is being flexible and being able to read the room. So being prepared, yes, Mm -hmm. I have to work on that. That doesn't flow as easily as, as having that flexibility and really reading the room. So, um, that means, um, when I know somebody is kind of maybe struggling with something or I can tell that they're, you know, Hey friend, so, you know, what did you think or how, like, let's process this together. Um, also knowing we have those members in our groups who process quietly, so they don't it's not that they're not engaging and it's not that they're not Mm -hmm. with you thinking, they just process quietly. So that's okay, let them. Not everybody necessarily has to speak if you aren't going that direction. Yeah, you
2: have verbal processors and you have people who are like, you can tell they're internalizing it. Yes. Uh, And that's, like you said, it's totally okay. My wife is one of those people, so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: I
0: think um, part of being the flexible you're talking about, Raquel, too, is like, if you've got, like, let's say you prepared you know, five points, you just watched a right now, uh, mm-hmm. video and there's like, they prepare, you got like six great questions and you ask one question and the group is like so set on discussing that one question. Like it right. really struck a chord in fire. their heart. Yeah. Then as a leader, like you have the total freedom to just hang out on that one question mm-hmm. the whole time. Like I feel like at times, uh, when I was younger, uh, in my experience being a life group leader, I felt the need to get through all six or whatever the yeah, amount of questions right. But um, sometimes I find that, you know, in my life group that I have right now, my men's group that I have, sometimes, you know, we'll have two chapters where we're supposed to discuss, but we will get through like half of the first chapter. And that will be <laughs> the whole time because yeah. there's something in it right there that God is doing that he wants to work on in our lives. So, so not to rush over it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For so sure sure. spirit
1: led spirit planned
0: absolutely not absolutely
2: which i think sometimes people use that phrase as a means to like not be prepared but hear what we're saying (laughs) yeah true no no not 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 you not (laughs) you i would but no no that's (laughs) the cool thing raquel is actually a prepared person and for people who don't know you do plan but like the spirit-led component where it comes in is like the amount of like letting the spirit lead you in the preparation Mm -hmm. but then letting him lead you in the moment to where he's like ah Mm-hmm. But see where I brought you into this moment. Don't rush it. Do you see how that person really needs to talk about this? Or do you see yeah. how that person's having a light yeah. bulb moment?
0: Yeah, that's so, like, awesome. So dive yeah.
2: deeper into that.
0: Yeah, I feel like that would be almost a good habit to have as a leader before you go into a group. Just saying like, Lord, like, help me be sensitive to your spirit with what mm-hmm. you're doing as we discuss yeah. this content. Because it, it the content is so essential and important. But if if people are wanting to just really dig their teeth into a part of it because it's really struck a chord, then yeah, ask God to give you wisdom of like, all right, this part of the content is the most important tonight for our group. And that's okay. You know, that's really essential. I mean, and everyone actually wanted to ask you about this, Brooks. I know you've been reading a lot on discernment
2: and everything, Mm -hmm. but like, I feel like there's a piece of this too with facilitating discussion. It takes like discernment on the spot of knowing how to like, do we go further into that? Do, how, how do I Mm -hmm. navigate the tension
0: here? Yeah, for Uh, sure. Yeah. What role does discernment play in facilitating discussion? That's a super good question. Um, I, I would say that, um, I think you get better at it Mm -hmm. the more you do it, you become more sensitive to what the spirit is doing in those Mm -hmm. moments. Um, I even find myself in the middle of while someone is talking, I'm asking God, like, like Lord, show me what this person is really asking in this question. Or, um, God, I feel like, this person is really hurting right now because of this topic. So how can we as a group support them in this moment? Mm -hmm. So I think prayer is is key. And then just being sensitive to um, kind of what God is doing with the other members of the group too, because if people are um, locked into something Then for you to just change gears and take them out of it, when you feel like there's so much more to discuss, I feel like you're now out of step with what God is doing in the group that night. Mm -hmm. So I find that um, just being prayerfully ready before, but also in the moment, just being sensitive to what the Lord might be doing um, and just throwing out your own plans out the the window, I think is really, uh, I found it being super fruitful in the lives of the people that I help lead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. really good absolutely. question. Absolutely,
1: and I think um, to add to that, something I'll often do if if I I can see it in their eyes and I can see people are wanting to share but maybe not necessarily taking that first step. Uh, Nate and I, my husband, we co lead the group. We'll play off each other and one we'll give each other the look. You know, one of us will share yeah. first and we will be vulnerable or say, oh, "This is what you know I think about it." Or, "Honey, what mm. do you think about it?" And once we open up with that vulnerability it definitely sets a safe environment for others to do the same.
2: Well, it sounds like it's happening here, and I love this, is like the better you understand the people, so the more relational you are with the people in the room that you're facilitating the discussion with, the better prepared you'll be to actually know how to navigate that. We're saying, hey, you know what, I know how that person processes, or like, hey, um, I know that the best way to do this is to lead the charge. And so um, building relational equity really helps you facilitate better discussions totally totally you
0: know as you guys are thinking talking there's like one more tip i just want to share i think would be really helpful it's like don't rush people before they are ready to be vulnerable nice like you really don't want people like i feel like as a life group leader sometimes you go into a group thinking i've got so many good questions to ask i've got like some deep things i want to ask and then if you don't have that relational equity like you mentioned braden like um you will, uh, you'll run into a wall with people Mm -hmm. before they're ready to really share and open up. Like, so, um, when you're thinking about the group that you're leading, um, it might take a couple semesters to ask a question that you want to ask now. It might take a couple semesters before your group will be ready to answer that. Right. Mm -hmm. So that comes with wisdom that comes with discernment with what God's doing, but also it comes with knowing your people that um, it takes time to develop trust, and mm-hmm. that happens when you when you have a healthy group that is able to discuss things without feeling like their answers are going to be ripped apart, or without feeling like they feel unsafe to share because they don't even know the people in their group yet. You right. know, so creating a safe environment takes time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen overnight. So don't don't beat yourself up right. or feel frustrated if if you don't have the type of intimacy in your group that you want yet. That's something to strive for to pray for well and that's something that comes over time especially
2: because sowing love into your group means that love is patient as first corinthians 13 says so if love is patient then to unlock that vulnerability with someone else means it requires
0: patience to unlock Mm, that dude that's Mm -hmm. rad that's really cool that's awesome I feel like it's been a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Really good conversation. Facilitated conversation. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Way to (laughs) go. Modeling it for people. Yeah. So, hey, thanks again for joining us. Um, Our heart's desire is just to equip you and inspire you. And Mm -hmm. just uh, we want you to know that we pray for you as leaders. And um, we know that God is working through your life. So, we hope this has been just. A uh, great blessing for you. Uh, I wanted to throw out one quick announcement. We we are having a really, really, I'm excited about this, a Life Group Leader Training, all campus Life Group Leader Training, yeah. on Sunday, April 11th at mm-hmm. 1 p.m. Um, we're going to be having free food for you, so come mm. check that out. At the Tier Santa campus, At right? the Tier yeah. Santa, thank you, at the Tier Santa campus. And we're gonna be talking about uh, how to shepherd and care for your groups, yeah. and we'll give you some great helpful tips And we're gonna have some giveaways and it'll be super cool, really fun. So make sure you sign up for that. We'll send you a link for that in an email. And also you can go to our events page on our website and find it there. So thanks again for joining us. See you soon.